people already know who you are and we've already been talking so i don't really i don't really give a fuck um so yeah let's start let's start there so i think i i think i set a guinness record for like the biggest i don't even know what to call it like the biggest disparity in like restaurant level like that that's ever happened we did so I did with a couple buddies in Bellingham the night before Thanksgiving and shut it. I mean, shut it down. John Taffer, shut it down. There's it's an, everything <laughs> it's was a dumpster fire. Everything. They were out of Bud Biggest drinking night of the year. Bigger than Christmas, bigger than New Year's Eve. Out of Bud Light. Didn't have a, didn't have Bud Light. Okay. It's just- wild the uh, so it's like a, a coal fire pizza place they they might have they might have microwaved it like it wasn't co- it was like spongy on the bottom i gave it a 2.1 <laughs> i probably should have went lower because i was <laughs> um they had a i don't want to say forrest gump but like that level like right there on the iq like spectrum with spectrum <laughs> quotes he's like just has no people trying to order drinks like order rounds not big rounds not 10 or 11 like three or four after two he'd be like hold on hold on what were those first two and it's just a shit <laughs> wall to wall just the, the the worst bar i've ever been to and then the <laughs> next day we go to fucking do it i'm just in a mecca of professional like just how the other half live did did how the other half live for thanksgiving it was phenomenal me and my family we kind of we kind of settled on that like it was good like as a one-off but we want to do we want to do the family thanksgiving thing again but this i mean it was just so speaking so speaking of no bud light to bring this thing full circle (laughs) i go to uh so we're like, we're, you know, eating, drinking, whatever. And we're drinking like the, this just fire wine. I don't even know what it is. I'm not even going to pretend to know what it is. My brother's a sommelier. He picked it. It's good. So like, I'm, I want to slow down a little bit. And I go, absolutely gorgeous waitress, just a dimey dime. Comes up and I go, uh, I go, hey, you guys, go, hey, you guys got any Bud Light? And my brother just put both his hands over his face like this. <laughs> nah, man, we don't have Bud Light. And he said some shit. It's like some French pilsner. He's like, yeah, get him a fucking, uh, fucking whatever. I don't even remember what it was. And I was just like, and I, I looked at him and he, I was like, I probably shouldn't have kind of dry. No, no. Like just told he goes you're a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) same place that they're folding your napkins like you said right i mean they're like folding folding your napkins and you go through the bathroom you're not getting a bud light bottle like like literally so nice when you get up to go to the bathroom they like they do like the origami like try fold your napkin and put it back on your plate like they don't want anything in the place i was like yeah you guys gonna be i should might as well have said fucking hey you guys gonna bud light like it was just so not good so trashy it's, and just like dry snitching on myself that I'm just some fucking bro from Framingham, like vi- visiting. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, yeah. I didn't prepare this dinner and or I'm not paying. Don't slip me the bell. It's such a broke boy's day. Yeah, you guys didn't need Bud Light. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no. So, uh, so kind of on that, we went to the. Uh, we went to the Kyle Van Noy Foundation uh, dinner last night in Boston. No shit. And, what, what and was, it was, where were you? 
so it was at the state room, which I had never been to. And I'll tell you, it's like, it's on state street. Um, downtown. Okay. Yeah. Downtown. And like, it's like 33 floors up. So like, you already know if you're in Boston and you're like above like the fifth floor, like you're already, you know, it's already out of control. And like, you know, I, we were concerned. Like, I was like, I don't even know if we have like nice enough clothes. You know, I have like some nice blazers and stuff, but I was like, I don't even know if like I'm going to be able to Tom dress for this thing. To get me yeah, 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 yeah. Tom, Tommy's not good enough for this. Tommy's not, Tommy Olfig is not good enough for this stuff. So, um, so we went to that and I'll tell you, man, that was like an experience. Like that was, you know, <laughs> I don't know if a place like live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, um, yeah, we, uh, I, I, I had a good amount to drink. I, I I was like nothing crazy, but you know, they're doing like the live auctions and stuff. So of course, you know, I'm like getting into it. I'm like, you know, whatever, like I'll get something. So we got a signed McCordy Jersey and we got a, and we got a, and we got a signed Mac Jones Jersey. It was a long night. I'll tell you that it was a, it was a long night. Buddy, so take a second mortgage out on the house. So, so <laughs> it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap. Mac Jones must've set you back. McCordy's so, on the tail end. You might have got that I, one for a steal. Mac Jones, you wanted that. Yeah. Oh, I wanted that. I was I like, you know what? Yeah. I had to make the move now because, you know, in a couple of years, it's probably worth double or triple if he continues the way he's playing. Like, obviously, there's a, there's a long gap until when that means something. But Dude, his cards you are know, going for crazy. His signed the, cards are going for, like, the minted ones. You have a fucking jersey now. That's crazy. And he's going to sign it to us. So we don't have it today. Like he's going to sign it, like write out whatever we want on it and stuff. Oh, Both him and McCordy. Yeah. So we want to, I want to Jude on about the podcast on it. I, you know what? I, so I was like, <laughs> we're, we're like thinking about like what to say, yeah. something ridiculous like the podcast. Like maybe I'll just tell him like, keep the Jersey. Just give us like 30 minutes of your time. So we can just no blab shit. your ear off. Like, can you, so do you, have, do you have eight minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not even, I don't even need eight. I need like a couple with you. So so I wanted the Judon one, right? So this is, we'll, we'll, we'll end this bit here. But so I wanted the Judon one and there, like, it was a live auction. The Mac one was a silent auction. So we were, I was just bidding on it all night, but they came out of like, I forget how much it was, but, um, you know, they came out for, for a good amount of money. And, uh, so Carrie Ann like had the card, like it was like, it, we felt like I was at like Meekum's auto auction. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're literally ah, ah, like I've they had a real auction here. So, so, and I, and I've never been to one of these. We, we have no idea. So I was like, Oh, bid on the Judon thing. So we bid on it right away. The price quadruples. I'm like, put it down, put it down, put your, put your, th- put your hand down. Like put that on the table. I literally put it on the ground. I'm like, keep that away. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, Put that thing down now. Um, Jack, yeah, it got out of hand real like, quick. Like fucking what's his name from storage wars going, yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So so when I won the McCordy one, um, I didn't even know I won. The guy was like, Oh, what's your number? And I was like, I thought he was asking me what price I was willing to pay. And I was like, What do you mean? And the guy goes, You won. He goes, You won, raise your card so I can read the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, she's so, anyways. No, so we had a blast. We're talking about how the other side lives. I mean, it was it was a blast. I mean, the Van Noys put on a great, a great little, a great little. Uh, you know, they call it a gala. It was like great job, and you know, the foundation's about uh, about like that? kids, kids, kids uh, aging out of uh, foster care and stuff like that. So it's you know, it's a good cause and stuff. Yeah, so everything goes to like the right place. You know what I mean? It wasn't just Joe we'll Benini fucking, just we'll spending. We'll tag him in this when I when I post it. I'll I'll tag him and see like what the and like do a little fucking. Kyle Van Noy Association shout out or whatever. That's yeah, it's do, some, do something on it. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a sick time. So so anyway, so so uh, getting into it here. So you know, you, you may want to come clean first, and then we'll and then we'll oh, roll into this. Okay. You might want to just lead off with this. Okay, so, so I was a bad boy, and I didn't do my homework. It's not even that I didn't do my homework. It's that I got I got roped in to help move at eleven. 02 on Sunday morning. Like I had to go. I had, my hand was forced. There was nothing, there was nothing I could do. (laughs) It was like, I had to, I had to do it. Uh, And it was, um, what's, how how can I put this? You know how when somebody asks you to move, they're like, it's super easy. Like it's going to take, it's going to take this long. Like it's not even a lot, this and that. And Granted, it wasn't, but it's never, it's never just like an hour or two. Like it's a, yeah. it's a thing. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So I listened to the first half 
on the mass bike. I didn't get home Ugh. until like three minutes or four minutes left in the first half. So I didn't, I missed quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. At least you heard Zhao. At least, at least you got it broken down by Zhao, which is a good thing, right? Like I mean, oh he makes my God, you the fucking he, throat, the throat of born. Like he, he was nutting. Oof. It was amazing. Well, I feel like he, he speaks, he speaks like images into your mind, like the way that he, you know, goes with the game. I got, I have friends that Zoe and Sosi are fucking good, dude. Like, well, and I got buddies that don't listen. If Zoe wasn't such a fucking like local celebrity here and like he'll, he'll never leave. He'll die. Oh no, no. And like die doing that job. But like he could easily be like a two or three color man on CBS. Like a hundred percent, he could go now. Oh, yeah. He'll make, you know, five or you know, however many million more bucks. Oh, a year. lot. But he's like so comfy between like all his endo- all his local endorsements and oh, what yeah. sports hub pays him and what the Patriots pay him to be the like. He doesn't have to do shit. Well, I'll sports tell like, you, he's definitely selling like twenty four hours a week. What is it for? <laughs> 20, yeah, yeah, he does four hours a day, five days a week, and then four hours on Sunday. Yeah. Like he's, it's a fucking joke. He would, they're they're he, selling, they're selling more jerseys for him now oh, than they insane. were like back in the day. You know what I mean? Like I see more people with Zoe jerseys on now he's than, not, he's than ever like before. The, he's like the coolest local celebrity. Like yeah. he's, the, he's the hottest shit. Like why would he ever, he would never leave. I'll tell you, I have people, I know people that they, they put the TV on mute and they throw the sports up on their phone. I've heard people it's too complicated that. for me. And I, I get delayed. So like I, I my cable, my, I have spectrum and they're delay. delayed. Yeah, and that's the thing is, so you're hearing the play before it happens. I could, I couldn't do it, but I know people that do it, you know, because they like Zoe so much. They, they like uh, Zoe and Zosie so much. So, so anyway, so, you know, from a theme perspective of the first half, I mean, we started off exactly how we've been talking about. We we've been doing, we, we defer, we stopped them, you know, basically at three and out to start the game. You know, Judon again does his thing, like just comes the dawn, comes right out to start the game, sack right away on Tannehill. And you're like, all right, sets the tone, march down the field, and then just a dime from Mac Jones to Kendrick Bornuet, who did a great job catching the ball as well. Like, I mean, that, that was tough to track. I watched it and I watched it four times on Twitter. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Um, and I in like this, we'll talk about this a little bit more as we talk about the game further, but they go right after uh Bayard, like they just go right after their best defensive player, just right after him, like no care in the world. That throw to me is so much more important than like people questioning his arm strength and shit. Like it's so he's made that play like on the sidelines in midfield a, a dozen times this year. Oh, yeah, a half a dozen to a dozen times this year. That like little thirteen yard, twelve yard out where you throw it in between the zone cut, like that is such a big part of this Patriots offense. And like the fact that he doesn't throw it a million miles an hour on like a quick slant. Like I really don't, I really don't care if it's like, Oh, what about his arms? First of all, you can work on that. He's a rookie. And like with all the strength and conditioning and workouts and like he's, his arms going to get better. It's not going to get worse. No, 10 years, maybe. Maybe yeah. ten years, you know what I mean. Maybe I mean, look at Brady's. So it gets yeah. better. It gets better every year. He's, He's been throwing at a hundred only for like the last six years. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we doing? So, yeah. But like I said, that that throw, the fact that he has that throw down through fucking 11, 12 games. Uh, that's that's all I want to see. I don't, you I don't, you know. You weren't seeing him do that like as early, and I don't know if they just weren't like letting him. Like that just didn't seem to be the play call. It goes back to like they've my been McDaniel's him along all season. To they've yeah, been, they've been pulling him back like a bow, and like the first few weeks, it was a it was a slow pull, slow slog. But yeah, it was not even pull. It was pinky. It was the pinky pulling the bow, right? Exactly. It was it was very light. But I think you're you're seeing that. I mean, go back to the Bourne touchdown against against Cleveland, right? I mean, they're letting him throw that ball. They're letting him throw this ball and. They let him do it again, you know, two or three times, you know, one to Jacoby a little bit farther out, which obviously was, was crazy coverage. And I still, I personally still believe that Jacoby ran the wrong route, but I might be wrong. Uh, it, it may have, it may have been worse if he didn't. Right. Because then yeah. maybe the linebacker is sitting even closer. Like 
whatever, no harm, no foul, right? Like doesn't change the end of the game, but um, no. you know, and then, and then obviously Henry, who's wide open, same throw, right? Um, just worse coverage basically. So they're letting him throw that ball a little bit more. And I, I, you didn't see it as you're slowly starting to see that type of pass, you know, corner of the end zone, single coverage, potentially even double coverage in some scenarios where you just traditionally just wouldn't see you're going to have guts to let a guy throw the ball like that. That's that, that can't be your first luck most of the time. You know no, what right. I mean? Like, like I said, it's just so important to be able to make that throw in this offense. Like I said, and it's so much more important than like a 40 yard bomb down the field, which really isn't in this offense. So it's, it, it's, to, it's, it's fine. It's yeah. Totally. I'll take it. I mean, so, so something else out of the first half, that is just so like perfect to me is, is the double doink. Um, you know, it was two single doinks. It's back-to-back doinks, but uh, come on. I mean, like, you know, and, I, and you can see Vrabel on the sideline after the second one. He's like, are you kidding me? Like, that's not how you beat the Patriots. Like, you can't be missing field goals and extra points and thinking you're just going to, you're going to beat the Patriots. You know what I mean? And yes. well, in the second one, the second one, I think it was like a, it was like 40 something. Like it wasn't a gimme, but it wasn't necessarily like, it wasn't necessarily like he was kicking from 56. Like he had the distance and he had another oh, 15 yeah. yards, like oh, yeah. just missed it again. You know um, the second one though, when he kicked on the field goal miss, I, I texted somebody and was like, that's payback for the BS Judon call when he quote unquote fell on the quarterback for rough on Tannehill for roughing oh, the passer. I just got home for that. I saw that play. That was bullshit. So we need to, this is what I want to talk about. This is a league issue. So what really, like, I understand what they're saying constitutes roughing the passer, but like, you can't tell me that somebody like Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett or Matt Judon going full speed is just going to be able to stop when he hits somebody. Like, what do you want him to do? Like stop right in front of him and like tap him and it's then walk away? Re- like it's I, not a realistic. Sense. It's not a realistic bar that the league sets for defenders to leave it on them to protect the quarterback. It's just not. It's just it's counterintuitive. So, and it's it's also dangerous for those guys to go half speed. In, yeah. Like in the trenches like that because if they do pull up, who's who's to say if they pull up an offense like the opposite side offensive rolls right over going to fucking ear hole them and deck them. Like, well, if, well, if, if and, they give their quarterback to like, you need, if you're not playing that game at a hundred or 110 miles an hour, 110%, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's just and you saw it. Happen. You saw it in that play. I mean, Judon, Judon gets rolled over by a lineman right after that. So it's like, okay, so this guy's falling on him. You, where do you want him to roll? You have to roll this way, and then the lineman falls right on top of him. Like that's not a good idea, right? Like he's also not going to roll towards the lineman and, and take the guy's legs out. And there was another play at some point on on a hit on Mac Jones where they went low and high, and I don't think they called it. And I'm like, so the low and high thing I understand, the too high thing I definitely understand, and the too low thing I understand, right? Obviously, those two combined are a disaster. Like I understand you want to protect the quarterback that way. Like Miles Garrett should not be like at your ankles, like you know, coming in head first at your ankles. Like that's sketchy. Like that's somebody's going to get hurt and too high. Obviously it's too much impact for somebody standing still effectively. Defenders but must, this, be so, must be so pissed that uh, who's, the, who's the guy that, that uh, shouldered Brady's knee Pollard Marcus. Pollard. Oh yeah. I think it was Pollard. Yeah. I mean, it ch- changed the whole game. The ch- it 100%. Changed the inter- literally the next year or two, or it might've even been two years after was the whole, like you, you can't sneeze on the quarterback anymore. It's yeah. Brady and Manning position the league, and that's just, it's just the way it is now. And if that doesn't happen, who know, who knows, you know, who, who knows how violent the game would still be, especially yeah. for quarterbacks. This is so. This is this is kind of my opinion coming out of that. It's not like I don't think the statistics about it, but I think we see it a lot more. It benefits the running quarterbacks the best. Because because you you gotta you know look at a guy like Kyler Murray like if you slow down he's going to burn you like he Lamar Jackson like they are going to toast you like like you know what I mean the D end is not as fast as either of those guys and oh, nice. if they have to slow down or or take that extra half a second to think about how they're gonna hit him they could be gone you know what I mean like that could be a 14, 15 yard broken play so I think that that's why we've seen a huge rise in that I don't think it's necessarily like oh we need to go get a running quarterback because we know the dns are going to do this but i think that's why you've seen them go do that because i mean back when you know obviously um 
the Brady thing came out. I'm blanking on the name. The Brady show came out and they're talking about Drew Bledsoe. Like, look at that hit on Drew Bledsoe on the sideline. Like, man, he's not running the ball. Yeah, man in the rain. He's not, he's not running the ball anymore. Like, he's not stupid. Like, you know, it takes one of those shots to get them to stop doing it. And you just don't see those anymore, which is, which is relatively good for the game. Yeah. I just think, it, I think you're seeing a change in the, I think you're seeing a change in the game and we're watching it at the roughing the passer level. Like that's just, it's blatantly there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. hundred percent. So, so the other, the other big thing that I noticed uh, was, was Johnny Smith. When we're talking about us like Patriots specifically on offense. Yeah. Johnny Smith coming back. I mean, obviously it's a big game for him, like a kind of a, not a revenge game, but like, you know, plays your team that you started on and let him go. They let him go straight up. Yeah. Put an offer in on him, which is they wanted Julio instead, which that hasn't panned out in their favor. Right. And I'm not saying Johnny has been the cream of the crop, but so, you know, he only had like 58 or 60 yards total with the rush and then a couple catches. 60 yards. Everyone's everyone is for a first down though. Like that's the thing. He, to me is one of the only people that we've seen consistently throughout the year when he gets the ball, he's getting yards after the catch, right? Like that's been a big challenge for us. And we saw a little bit better this week, but even, even he's for a tight end, even though he's a tight end, he's the, he's their best guy in space. I mean, born has flashed that that born touchdown, the 41 yarder. Oh, oh yeah. God, what a beautiful play. Oh, also terrible tackling. Uh, also terrible tackling, right? By Tennessee, like, what are you doing oh, on the yeah. sidelines? Like, but I mean, you know what I mean? He's st- it's. I think it's 50-50. I mean, he yeah, he could have went out. The it, it was more smart than it was athletic. That guy thought he was just gonna give up and go out of bounds. Again, he did. He wasn't going a hundred percent. He just kind of got his arms on his shoulder pad a little bit and thought he was gonna go out. Didn't push him hard enough. Didn't go out. Nobody's left. He he took it right in yeah um but i mean other than that the the, the yards after the catch have all been coming from John brandon Smith. bolden it's either brandon bolden or, or him which the, yeah, which screen, though with strange passes yeah 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 everybody over yes yes johnny smith in space whether they do that weird jet sweep thing or they do some tight end screens to him is that josh has so many ways <laughs> to get him the ball in space and it's just it hasn't been consistent. It hasn't been, um, especially in the beginning of the year, it took him no. a while to get going. But I think that I, overall, including John Smith, I think this team is gelling right at the perfect time. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, they're spreading the ball around a lot more. I mean, seven people have catches from that game. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's, a, that's a Brady-esque stat, right? Like, that's what Brady used to do. It's like whoever on the field, I can hit him. Vrabel, I'll hit Vrabel. I don't care. Like it's whoever it is. The open one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Basically, right? Like it's so. I, I, and I think that's why you're seeing like, hey, nobody's got like these these crazy stats. Probably other than Jacoby's receiving, like his receptions are are probably through the roof. But you know, Bourne's had a Bourne's had an overall like pretty pretty good year for the price tag we paid. Um, Aguilar hasn't had a great season, obviously, but. I think that that's partially because Henry's been a big guy in the red zone, right? They went to him like once or twice in the red zone on Sunday. They didn't go to him as much as, as they have been. On third oh, down so, the, yeah. the end of the, that's something else I wanted to talk about. Yeah. The, the, end of, the end of half offense uh, for the Patriots this year, as much as we're praising them and as much as uh, you know, we're enjoying this winning streak, that's, uh, th- those are losing plays. When they're not getting, when they're not maximizing their scoring at the end of halves, and it's been going on for, I mean, a, a month. Um, when they're not maximizing those, yeah, sure. When you're playing teams that are beat up or lesser teams, that's not going to hurt. You get a field goal, you come back out, get another field goal. They pee on themselves. You go score a touchdown. You win by twenty. In December and January, in the playoffs, when you're playing the real teams, when you're playing. Uh, I don't know, a Ravens or a Kansas city. You have to have points. You have to have yeah. there, especially if it's a wide open throw to your, to your binky in the red zone who they forget to cover. Like you can't, you can't leave points on the board like that in January, in December and January. I'm sorry. And they've been doing it consistently for a while now. And it kind of, it kind of scares. Honestly, I'm more scared of, of Mac 
in the last two minutes of the first half than I am in the last two minutes of the game. He's shown us what he can do in the last two minutes of the game. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it can, like I said, that those, those three points instead of seven points could be the difference in a, you know, a wild card round exit or a division round exit or moving on. So, yeah, it's, 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 I think the same is said for the defense. I mean, look, they produce a fumble at the end of the first half, but then let up a, let up the huge run, which is like, it's just sloppy. Like, it's just like, it's almost like they've checked out in the last like minute and a half, two minutes on both sides of the ball. Like it's like, and, and, and look, I mean, in te- t- Tennessee's not trying to do anything on that play other than just run the clock down so that Mac doesn't get the ball that back. Like that's, that, that was just, like, a, that was more unforgivable, honestly. That's more unforgivable well, and, than the, than the overthrow by, by, um, uh, by, by Mac. That's, yes. What was a 66 yard run or, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was, oh, it was something ungodfully long. Nobody, yeah. Well, it touched him. You watched well, and here's, un, untouched. And, and to string that all together, right? That whole conversation together. Drive before that, that same guy fumbles, right? I think it was Hilliard. I, I might be wrong, but he, they, they, they make, they force the fumble. Godshot forces the fumble. Yep. We get a great field position. Then he blows Hunter Henry. He blows it by Hunter Henry. We settle for the field goal. Whatever you kick it back off, and then they're basically in garbage time of the half, and you just let up this huge run. Was that which on is third crazy. down or second down? I think that was, it was third on, down. It was third down because they they were playing them really good. Because on second down, this is my other thing. Kyle Vanoy, great party last night. Like really appreciate Dropped it. Great job on the foundation. Drop the pick, and it's they like right I said here. as soon. It's like it's like backup from Atlanta did last week. Threw it right. Yes, we didn't. Like, I, can you? The boogeyman might be back because it doesn't seem like anybody can see these guys out there. Like he threw it right at him, and I know Tannehill's not good, but God damn it, like. He was standing right there. So, right and as soon as they, as soon as they score the touchdown, I'm like, that's a, that's a 10 point swing all day. That's at least another oh, field goal. Like hundred percent. And look, and look, does it change the outcome of the game? No, but it changes the way that you go into that half. Say we say we didn't get choice and they deferred. Yeah. De- the whole game could be different in the second oh, half. And then they, you know, again, for a touchdown to, to open the, the third quarter, then you got a yeah. ball game. Then you're in a dog fight with a Mike Rabel team. You don't want to ban. I don't care how banged up he is. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. You know, Um, again, we're in like really if, if situations, like if this happened, but my point is, is that look, everything's not going to be perfect. I get it, but it's situations like that, where in December and January, December and January, you have to capitalize on those types of situations or at least say, Hey, look, you didn't catch the pick. If we stop the runner there, then they punt it and there's no harm, no foul. We receive the ball and we have, Great, great momentum going into the half. Um, what, do you, what do you think about this? I've heard a lot of takes the last couple of days. Uh, you know, uh, you know, both running backs had 100 yards. You know, if uh, if if Derrick Henry's in that game, who could could be a new game? I think that's bullshit. I think that's what would have changed. Like what? What? what so that so one of them wouldn't <clears throat> wouldn't have fumbled, and they would have scored a touchdown, and they would have lost 36 to 20. Like, what are we? What are we doing? You still ran for 270. What, what more could you have asked of the guys? So, yeah, so the fumble piece, maybe. But, look, here's the thing. I got in a fight with some, some, some Titans kid on Instagram about this. Like, he's like, oh, they would have had to stuff the box and stuff like that. Good. Do you know who the secondary is on the Patriots? It's the best secondary in the league right now. That's you all. think that they're not willing to – you think that they're not willing to stuff the box with seven or eight men? They would rather do that because then they want Tannehill to throw the ball. It, it goes to my point, my theme of the game, okay? Right? I know you're going to say something, but hold on. Let me get, no, let me no, get this. Go ahead, go ahead. This is my theme of the game. I said it before the game. I knew this was going to happen. I didn't know they were going to run for 270. They can run the ball they want. The problem is, is you can't run even at a seven-yard clip, basically, that they're doing. Think about how long that still takes you to get down the field. You have to throw the ball eventually. And they're forcing now, Ryan Tannehill. scores and three scores. Go ahead, run. You, it. you can't have eight minute. You can't have eight nine minute drives. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. Play, Eighty five yard touchdown drive that takes nine minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Can't do it. You it, look if, if the game still down fourteen. If you could, if they could have stopped Mac Jones, like a little bit. If they could have stopped them a little bit earlier, and you know, or even early in the second half, then maybe it makes sense. If you're down a score or ten, or you know, a score like score on a field goal, like. Okay, I can understand it. But the fact that your field goal kicker missed an extra point and a field goal already, 
you can't just keep running the ball. Like they ran the ball 39 times. Tannehill, this is again, back to my theme. Tannehill started the game eight, eight for eight. Wow. He looks good. Oh, I was, I was kind of like, wow, what the hell's going on? Not he didn't, he didn't I, really do I anything was listening on the way. I was like, well, that's another completion. for. T- yep. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't made anybody drop anything yet. <laughs> yeah. Throwing the ball and, and, and here's the thing. It's like, he didn't really get a lot of yards, whatever. There's a lot of checkdowns and stuff like that. That's okay. Like that's, that's how you work the football down the field. Started off eight for eight, ended the game 11 to 21. Uh, to my point, make him throw the in ball enough and you will force it. In, in a pick, you will force it. QB rating, 37.6. Overall passer rating, 60. Ooh. 60. Half of Mac, it was less than half of Mac Jones's rating. He's, Ryan Tannehill is just a taller Julian Edelman who didn't change positions. <laughs> That's what I, I mean. He's a receiver in, co- in college. And they're like, ah, oh, he's kind of tall. Can you throw it? Yeah, I, I did a few wide receiver double option passes in college. You're Back hired. in the day? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you're hired. Full Come time. on in. We'll put what a bunch of people around you. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. He had one, one good season and the Titans are like, we're good. We beat, we beat, Tom, we, we beat Tom Brady in, in Foxborough with him. Derrick Henry beat him. Here's okay, Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. Is that the smartest thing to do? So, so they had 21 passes, 39 rushes. Yeah, that was like, always going to happen. I mean, you think that changes with Henry? No. What is Henry no. going to run for 400? Like, no. All right. Like, relax. Yeah. Like, and, and I think it, you know, I think a lot of people are coming out of the game like, oh my God, like they just ran all over us. Like, they have a good offensive line. That's their game plan is to run the ball. We, you can't just stop a team that's good at something. I don't care if Derrick Henry is not back there. They're not as good without Derrick Henry, but like, you can't just stop a team. Like you can't stop Patrick Mahomes from throwing the ball over 250 yards. Like it's all, it's nearly impossible. Like yeah. he's going to do something eventually. There's too many options. They, they're too good at it. They have too many plays to pull off. Like you do a bend, don't break or a bend exactly. and, and turn them the fuck over. Well, and they turned him over all over the place. Over four times. So, so which brings me to a very big point that or two things. So one, JC Jackson, I'm going to say it again. If they don't pay that man very soon, I'm going to start being sketched. If they don't, I might not be a bad fan going into next year because God damn it. He better stay like, they really you don't need to pay him. Do they, they don't really do that. Like they, they think it's time more in free agency for a few years. And then the second contract, they didn't want to give it to him. They let Malcolm Butler go. Un, un, wow. And then he got proved, you know, he proved himself there undrafted. They, he wanted the big money, didn't pay him. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to, they just spent a gajillion dollars, the most they've ever spent. What was it? Two, $260 million or something? Oh, something. Yeah, something ungodful. Oh, you can't say that anymore. I'm going to get canceled. I'll edit that up. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, I do take it back, though. Something just stupid like that i don't know i don't know how prepared they are to spend what he's gonna command because every week the it's not even that he's like a like a shutdown cornerback or like a cover corner or like he takes away a whole set jc jackson just makes plays he no just, matter what any any play that needs to be made if it's third and four and and a guy catches it two yards in front of him He's gonna he's gonna make the tackle. They're gonna punt. If the ball's tipped, the ball fi- the ball finds him somehow, and he yep. intercepts it. He's a, he has great ball skills. It, case in point, but he has he has the most interceptions since the 2018 season by oh yeah by a landslide in the entire NFL. Oh, it's a landslide. Um, I mean, after a while, it's not just like oh he's lucky the ball's fine. At, after a while, you just are who you are. You know. No, I mean? it's consistency. It's after, consistency. After it doesn't. While, if, yeah. if he keeps making the plays every week, and it's like, oh well, this guy, t- this guy tipped the ball to him, or this quarterback was stupid and threw it. It's like he, he's there and he's making the plays. Yeah. It, yeah. Every week. Every week it's, he's made a play. He had he had the he had the the forced fumble too. He had the forced fumble on the sixty something yard run. Yeah. Like what? What else do you want the guy to do? All he does is make winning football plays for Bill Belichick's defense. I don't know. So maybe, I mean, if he keeps doing this and he keeps causing turnover, like, again, not just, not just being the cover corner guy and, you know, you have their number one 
and they're not going to throw it to like if he just keeps making plays like this bill almost has to pay him because it it, it brings another another dynamic to their defense that well kind of lost with gilmore so i think they have to especially if mccordy retires because because then you're really really down Jonathan Jones is your number one D back at that point. You so got, what, you got it. Are you, ta- are you talking about converting JC Jackson to? No, 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 no. I'm just saying you from need, a D backs perspective, you need to, you show, need to show it up somewhere. Yeah, yeah. 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 That makes sense. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's going to convert to a safety. No, 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 no. You definitely don't do that. So I'm trying to pull up the stats. I personally believe like the, what I've been seeing this year J.C. Jackson maybe having a better season than when Gilmore won the Defensive Player of the Year. He's in the conversation. Him and Matt, him and Matt Judon are in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. Oh yeah. 100%. Oh, it'll be Garrett. It'll be Garrett though. He's Garrett's got like 14, 14 yeah. sacks already, and like he's only like is he only like a sack and a half off Strahan's off Strahan's uh, pace uh, pace, and he's like yeah, and and he gets an extra game. Like he's, he's going to catch it. He's going to catch it. If he, he as long as he stays healthy, dude, if he stays healthy, yeah, he's did getting, he get, did he get another one Sunday night? Did he get any Sunday night? Cause he was, he was behind the, the pace. Yeah. I think I he had know. at least one. I think yeah. he had at least one because he's at like 14 now and Judon was only like a sack and a half behind him going into the game. Yeah. Sack and a half for two sacks and a half. Judon had a sack and now he's two and a half behind him. So I think he had at least, at least, at least one. So I think that I think the big thing about about JC Jackson, like going back to that, Judon could be in the conversation, but like I don't. I think the problem is, is like you either have to break the record or be very, very close to it. Like he's going to have to do something miraculous, like yeah. to to go get it. The thing about JC Jackson, and like this is how it's hard to like grade like defensive players sometimes. Like they almost don't throw the ball his way. Like Mike Williams, like he deed up Mike Williams the whole Chargers game. It's flat out. That's a good offense. Mike Williams is a great receiver. He's, he's a huge body. Like, he's very hard to cover. Oh, yeah. Mike Williams is, like, barely spoken about in the game. Like, you know, he had, like, two catches for, like, 17 yards. Like, he had nothing. And, and that's the thing that I think he provides. I think that they have to pay him. Whether they pay him the crazy amount of money or not, I don't know. What's going to happen is, though, no matter what, they're going to put the restricted free agency tag on him. And they're going to say, if you want to go get him, you're going to give us a first-round pick for him. Last week, last week he, he in the, in his post game presser, he's like, "I fucking love New England." He's like, "I love playing here." I mean, will he will he do the hometown discount thing? Will that be? I mean, will he will he do that? Does he really does he really love it here like that? He Maybe might. Nice. He might. He's got. Let's see. He's got seven picks right now. I mean, you know, sixteen pass deflected. I mean. He's he's already he's already at his best season. He's got two more picks last year. He's already at his best season though. More tackles, it's more tackles than last year, and more passes deflected um, than last year. He just has two less picks. So he's basically did what he did last year already, and he was nasty last year, which is why they put the restricted free agency tag on him. And obviously, nobody wanted to give us a second round pick because it's like, well, good, he had one good season, like what, like in a decent season before, like what are you? I don't know, man. He's very, very young. And I think that I think that now is the time to pay him because you're probably going to get some sort of benefit to signing him to like a five-year deal now than if you do the franchise tag next year and then quote unquote see what happens. Cause then he's going to just require an extra 10, 15%. So isn't it like wide out? Isn't isn't like I think Oh, it's it's a bonkers wide out and then well, it's quarterback. Quarterback wide out like defensive end and then cornerback. Like those are the highest. It would be high. Well, think about like Ramsey's contract. In, like in obviously in that's the highest. does but. those high dollar ones anyway. He always franchise tags like a fucking guard for 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 12, like for 12 and a half. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, did, he do it, who did he do it to last year? Tooney. Wasn't it Tooney? Yeah, he did Tooney yeah. for like 12 and a half mil. It's like, what yeah. What are, yeah, what are we doing here? Yeah, so I don't know, man. I think that like you got to pay the man. I mean, I think, you know, Obviously, you got Judon under contract for a while. There's some stuff we talked about last week where you're probably going to figure out uh, the linebacker position, which is another thing I want to talk about. Bentley absolutely had a game. Um, again, I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's calling all the shots out there, 
but I think you have Van no, Noy for I think you have Van Noy for one or two more seasons. Um, and I think that those two, if you brought in a young guy, you know, in this from the second round or something, or like late first, I mean, I think you could you could really build a strong core between Bentley and him. And then if you could get Van Noy on a cheap vet vets deal in a few years, I mean, he's not, you're not paying him a ton now, but like see where he's at in a few years. Us, I think, I think he realizes it now. Well, it's a, t- it's a, t- back in. it's the, it's the team thing. He, he made a comment yesterday about uh, how he, how he enjoyed vacationing in South beach, but he's back home. Like, like, cause it's, 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 it's a team thing. Like it's, it's just a, I don't know. It's a different thing. They seem like they're having more fun than I think I've ever seen them have. Like you seeing them in the pressers, like, dude, they're hilarious. Like they're having fun with you it. You see like, the post game, the post game on on Twitter, like the little two minute Patriots video, and when everybody comes in and Robert Kraft hugs and kisses everybody. It yes, was, it was wild. When uh, <laughs> it was so funny, Bill just with like the most backhanded shit ever. He was like, <laughs> he just goes. What'd he say? He goes, uh, yeah, yes, man. That's, uh, that's about how we thought that one was going to go. <laughs> like he just, he just totally shit on the site. He's like, this is fucking just how we drew it up, buddy. 23 point blowout. We knew, we knew they are who, they, who we thought they were. It was just fucking, it was brilliant. They are who we thought they were. And then he went to give Kendrick Bourne the game ball and he, and he like fake stiff armed him. It was fucking, it was <laughs> It was, it was its own little two minute like trailer of Pat's porn. Like the, all the, all the, <laughs> all the Bobos were loving. They're like, Oh look, Bill has a personality. He's not just a fucking robot. People but like, catch it. see when he, when he dangles little fruits like that, the fucking fans eat it up. They eat it up so hard. Well, and I think it's, I mean, look, I mean, everybody's obviously happy because things, you know, we're winning. Right. And we have oh, yeah. what seems to be an extremely high pop probability. That's what they say. Winning yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And like, we have an extremely high probability to go to the playoffs now. It's not given, but like, it looks, it looks very good. I mean, the, the playoff race is very tight right now in the AFC. I but mean, like, it's not even that it's that we're vying for the number one seed. It's, that's, and like that's the thing. It's like, we're coming, it's not like, Oh, they turned it around. For, we're coming for the number one seed. So last thing on this Mac Jones, rookie of the year. Is, is it a lock at this point? It depends how, uh, I think it depends how Jalen Waddle uh, finishes. He's been I mean, Chase would have been my pick. Chase was the number one for a while. He's been off. He's been off. The he's been off. He he came out with a boom, and then he hasn't he hasn't flashed uh, in quite a while. Um, but I mean, if if Mac keeps if Mac keeps blowing teams out and throwing for two three, if they if they're not turning the ball over and he's throwing one, two or three touchdowns a game and they're in, and they roll why, why wouldn't he be? Um, I mean, a team that didn't make the playoffs. I think Waddle's the only guy who's really. So really, is there, is there just a rookie of the year, AFC rookie of the year? Or do they do offensive and defensive? I think it's offensive and defensive. I don't think it's AFC versus NFC. They may do, it may be four, but I, I, Think it's only two. Like I, think it's I think I think it's two. I think it's offensive. I know it's offensive, defensive. I just don't know if they split it between divisions. So uh, yeah. it won't be it won't be Jalen Waddle because um, Jamar Chase has about 150 more yards than him now and four more touchdowns. So it ain't. So you know what? If <laughs> yeah, if they both, if if neither one of them like keeps emerging, like if they don't have breakout game after breakout game to finish the month of December, then I don't see, I, they, they would have to have a gargantuan effort, like individually, like change some games, win some games with like bunch of catches, bunch of yards and a couple of like they'd have to really ramp it up to take it from Mac. But I think it's, I think it's pretty clear. I, I mean, Max. When you Max, just gave me those stats, now I think it's pretty clear. I mean, Max. Max throwing the ball over seventy percent completion rate. I mean, that's that's foolish. That's foolish for guys that are in the league. Like he's number two in yeah. completion percentage. Like in the league. Like that's it's just foolish with guys like Aaron Rodgers and like it's just it's it just seems like foolish. Is Aaron stats. Rodgers I, I, gonna win the MVP this year? Who's gonna? Oh, win he's got to. He's got to. 
I mean, he if they just keep they, he he he's, he's too complete. Man. Not to not to get off the pats, but we're doing all football talk, whatever. He made this, we're football people. He made to, <laughs> he made this throw on Sunday that if the fucking if somebody was dangling from like the overhead camera that's like that's like fifty feet over the like the the one that's on the pulleys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If somebody was dangling from that, they couldn't have dropped it in a better spot for Aaron Lazard, and he threw it off his back foot across his body like that. Yeah, he it was in, in between three people, and it wasn't like a bullet, and it wasn't. It was it was a perfect throw, and I was just like, I. It it blew my it broke my brain a little bit. It was it was that good of a throw. It was. He, I'm like, how is this guy not the and how is he not the MVP? The only again, thing not just off that throw, but stats and when they're they're stringing together wins and I don't know, I don't know. Go ahead. The only the only thing that could kill him is he missed that game due to COVID, so he's tactically like down a game. I mean, but I it would be hard in my personal opinion, not to give it to him. I mean, I think a lot of people like Jonathan Taylor for MVP now too. After that yeah. But like, dude, a, couple do, days, a couple weeks ago. But so, but so like, my, this is so hard to, to make this statement because it's like, well, he's not healthy. Derrick Henry was twice as good as him when he was playing this year. And I get that that doesn't matter. He's not going to end the season, whatever he had him. After an extra full week when he was out, he still had the league, like the lead. So, like, I don't know if if but if that, Taylor if Taylor goes for over two thousand, he has a shot at it. That's the only way they're going to beat Brady or Rogers in this. That's the only way he's going to do it, in my personal opinion. He has a ton of touchdowns though, which is which adds up. He has a lot of receiving touchdowns. That five touchdown game is five in one game. A lot of a lot of guys don't score five in a year. No, it's, it's big. I So I don't know. Rogers stats like aren't, I mean, they're good, but they're nothing like they're nothing bonkers. The biggest thing is that he's, he's got 23 touchdowns, which is seven off of Brady, right. In the same amount of games. So like Brady's got him there, but he only has four picks to Brady's nine, four picks. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, it's, 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 that's a little nuts in my opinion. So the efficiency. And if you do the, you do the whole, like valuable thing and not best put because some people oh, are like, it's him. oh it's the most most valuable to their team or like oh it's just the best player if you do value and you just like throw some joe schmo on the packers i mean they did exactly yeah they, they, did. Did. they did and it didn't it didn't work <laughs> they just threw a guy but i mean might as well pluck them out of the stands yeah yeah basically he got romped it's like yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's he's behind Kyler. Um, other than other than Derrick Henry, technically has the best pass rating in the league right now. So I'm just throwing it out there that yeah, just he may have attempts. a comeback, but Derek yeah, Henry yeah, yeah. he's got one attempt. Damn it, like it doesn't even qualify. So, um, but uh, Kyler Murray's got a better passer rating, but Kyler missed so much time. There's no, there's no possible way he missed. He's missing. He missed three games already. This or two games or whatever. Like there's no way that he could, he could get it. Sadly, you know what I mean? And they're winning without him. So go back to, if exactly. you talk about other, the most valuable player, like exactly. it's not, it won't be him. Don't get me wrong. He's great, but let's finish up with um, how we feel about Monday night. <sighs> you want to go first? No, I want you to go first. <laughs> oh, it's That's a dog fight. It's a dog fight. So every, <sighs> A lot of people were talking, texting me, and I was reading a lot of stuff. Like everybody was all jazzed up after the Thanksgiving Day game for Buffalo. Like, oh, they crucified the Saints. And I'm like, Trevor Simeon just got sat for Taysom, Taysom Hill, who's 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 not, in my personal opinion, is like not a number one QB. Like he's a he's a he's a, a great player. They have none. They don't. They don't. Um, and uh, they still don't have Mike Thomas. Like again, we played them, and they didn't have Mike Thomas either. Point being is. We were still building as a team. It was week two, and it wasn't like Jameis looked like a hero either. Like they just played, they just it kind of gutted it out with us and then ended exactly. up running away with it. Right. But so, like, I don't think that that shows a lot. The Tredavious White injury is so big 
that that will play a huge impact in this game because that gives us the ability at least a little bit to throw the ball a little bit more. So, you know what the, you know what the line, is? I don't know. I'm assuming it's like five and a half us. <laughs> it's in Buffalo this week, buddy. Yeah. What's the line? It's Buffalo minus two and a half. Really? I smell a fucking rat. What is that all about? That doesn't sound three good. Points for being at home. So they think well, we were neutral field. They think the Patriots are half are half a point better. That's what. That, but that's they what so going into last week before the New Orleans game. So so they have lines up for two weeks. Obviously, we we were the favorite at that point. Yeah. Now, granted, it was probably something small, like two and a half or whatever. Um, that's I don't know, man. Like, do you think it moved four points? How does it move for? How does it move? They stomped. The best defensive player gets hurt, and they can rolling. They stomped. It's because they stomped the Saints, which again I don't think it means a ton. Doesn't mean anything to me. The Saints are. I'm telling you, that's why though. That's why they're. That's why that they. That's why they have to be the favorite. I don't know. I mean, they have one less game from against like one less game than us, and they basically have as many points against as we do. And they're supposed to have like one of the best defenses. So what does that say about ours? Like, you know, like exactly. they beat they beat they beat the Jets. They beat the Jets already. Like they played them. Like it's not like they didn't. They got torched by the Colts, man. And the Colts played it hard with they got with Tampa Bay. by the Colts. They got and, kicked in the teeth, and then they grabbed their girlfriend by the elbow and was like, "You're at, coming with at me. home, at home." And and the Colts came out after that game, and they just played Tampa Bay. Hard fought game. They didn't win, but it was a hard fought game. Like they played them down to the wire. We also played them down to the wire. Everybody needs to remember that. So I I think that context clues are probably in our favor from that perspective. I mean, again, they lost to the Jags too. So I mean, like such a, it's such a exciting, like just such an exciting AFC this year. Cause like, again, like we've been we've been saying it for a couple weeks now. The AFC is drunk. Like nobody is. I keep fucking smacking my mic like an asshole. Nobody is like head and shoulders above. No one's no one's steamrolling. You know, it's just helter skelter every week. And and again, I said it last week or two weeks ago. The NFL loves it uh, with like all the parody and stuff. But this is the first time in 20 years more that there's been real real parity in the AFC between the Patriots first reign and then the Chiefs uh there towards the end now it's like now now what do we do so right now there's one two three four five and six six teams within a game of each other. Um, and Baltimore has got the extra buy on us. So that that's subject to change depending on how things go. It's going to be a fucking so, barn burner. So that's, that's out of control. And behind those teams are the chargers, which are two games back Denver, who's two games back in Vegas, which are two games back as well. And then Indy's going to go on a buy, but I think in, in the AFC West, other than the, the chiefs are fucking pretenders. Yeah, I'm gonna lose even my they, bet. Even if one of them, one of those teams, somehow squeaks into the playoffs, I just don't. I'm just not scared of that division. Other than no, Kansas no, but whatsoever. but think about, but think about this: somebody like the Patriots or um, you know Tennessee or somebody takes a weird slide where they you know they go under 500 for the rest of the season. One of those teams could squeak their way in over. Like that's the that's the scary thing about those those wild card spots right now. You know, let alone you got to go win your division. But if you don't win your division, get, shit. Also, Buffalo could be rolled out of this thing if we have a sketchy end of the season. You know what I mean? That's crazy to think about. That's crazy to think about with the role we've been on and how such Buffalo a, started. Such a huge, huge regular season football game for Mac Jones coming up on Monday night. Like, a, oh, it's the biggest of his career. This will be this will be playoff at. We'll get a little taste if the Patriots do again secure some type of secure some type of playoff berth, which it would be a letdown at this point if they didn't. This late, yeah, 
it'd be kind of hard not to two seed by themselves right they're not tied with anybody i think they're alone in the two seed well they're technically tied with the titans but we have the game over them so exactly we're technically us yes basically alone in the two seed this late i mean it's just for all intents and purposes it's december yeah tremendous letdown if they didn't make it it is tomorrow exactly (laughs) um and then fuck where was i going with that now i fucked up let down patriots oh yeah i mean it would just so oh no no I, i remember i remember so yeah we're gonna get a really good look at what mac might look like in the playoffs especially if we're hosting a playoff game with the cold in the fucking night game, oh, yeah. that hostile environment. It's gonna it's gonna be fun to see what the to see what the kids got. I can't fucking I can't wait. And I'm gonna do the man well, for the first they they confirmed it yesterday. This is gonna be one of their games that they do. Or oh, of course confirmed it this morning. But yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck around and uh and do the you gotta listen to it for a little for bit. A little bit on Monday. let's What's let's that? see what they bring in. Let's see what they bring in. I, I don't care. I kind of want to watch it because I had, like I said, I literally haven't even watched, like maybe by accident I flipped over for like a second or two, but I haven't like sat down and engaged in it and like yeah, yeah. digested it as content. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't been a ton of good Monday night games either. So it's not like, so the interesting, the interesting team, in my opinion, in the AFC right now is Baltimore because Baltimore is the lead. They they've had their buy though, so that that's going to change for us and um, and Tennessee because we haven't had our buys in in Indy either. So we're all we all get that break late in the season, which I think is good. Um, they go and they play the Steelers this week, which I know I know everybody at home's thinking, oh god, like they're going to blow out the Steelers. Playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh, a divisional game, anything can happen. I'm sorry, anything can happen. I'm not having a lot of faith in it, but they play them. They then go back and play the Browns, which if you watch the game Sunday night, that was the worst game I've ever seen in my life. That was pathetic on both the cords. It was um, defensive to all football watchers' eyes. Like it was a it was an affront. It was an if, affront to football. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't whack Baker Mayfield, like they don't better not pay him, like just can him because that was pathetic. Four interceptions, you can't do anything. Anyways, I could go on all night about how disaster. I literally was like, why am I even awake for this? This is a joke. Like, uh, anyways, so they then they play the Browns in Cleveland, which again, divisional matchups. So they got back-to-back divisional matchups right now. Then they play the Packers, which is a guaranteed loss. Like, I don't like they're they're not going to win the game. They're not they going to win the game. Green Bay or is Green Bay coming there? That's a big Green Bay's going there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Buddy. It would matter. Well, it's a guarantee, it's a double lock if they play in Green Bay. The way Green Bay's defense has been playing and how I how bad I re- they barely beat the Bears, the Ravens did. Granted, they had a backup quarterback. Yeah. The Bears are not a team. Like, and they lost to the Dolphins. So, like, and then the Bengals hung 41 on them. So kind of like a, what have you done for like they're they've been winning, they've been winning games lately. Like it's kind of a yeah, they're squeaking them out it's of my the personal. Whole dynamic, though. It's like the Ravens have – they're one of the few teams in the in the league with a very long-tenured head, co- head coach in Harbaugh. And the, the team – I'm not calling him Bill Belichick or anything, but the team takes on his, like, fuck you, we're going to punch you in the mouth, like, I'm a tough guy attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time they ever came – every time they've ever came to, uh, to Foxborough for a playoff game, it's fucking war. And sometimes, oh, oh, it always is. Sometimes they punch you in the mouth. Remember in what was it, two thousand nine or ten, with the rip? Yeah, the, it wasn't ideal. Yard touchdown to start the game, just punched, punched them in the mouth, and they went, uh, and and they they routed us at home. The They're best thing organizations in the twenty year Patriots run that just didn't give a fuck who the Patriots. Were. No, no, they, they didn't, didn't care. They played. They weren't. They weren't beaten before they went out on the field. And I still kind of think that they have some of that like minutia with Harbaugh and their guys on offense and uh, who else? Marcus Peters on defense and a couple other guys. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as scared of them. Like if you had gun to my head and you said, uh, you know, you have to play a team, uh, you know, at home 
in Gillette, it's a Kansas City or the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens. Nine times out of just 10. because <laughs> Kansas City, again, the whole any given Sunday thing, their talent is still off the charts. It doesn't matter oh, yeah. what their what their record is. It's just they petrify me. They petrify me. And I'm I would go with the rate, but other than that, I don't want to see the I don't want to see the Ravens. The the scary thing about the Ravens is that they can beat them, but I don't I mean I'm not like begging for them, you know. The the scary thing about the Ravens is Justin Tucker. If you get into a late a late couple seconds and they have the ball, didn't he shake I'm scared against us? I think he did. I I think he He did, but against us in twenty in twenty eleven. Yeah, but the guy's automatic. I'm pretty sure he's perfect for the season or like very close. Like he's, he's like Mr. Automatic. And years ago, he might have been a fucking rookie back then. And and he can, he can kicker, honestly. And and he can kick it from like 61. Like it doesn't, like, doesn't he have, it doesn't matter. Does he set the record this year? I think he does, like 62 or something like that. No, it's longer than that. The old one was 63. Yeah. Elam from fucking the Broncos had 63 forever. I don't know. Mm. I think somebody broke it this year, but. Well, well, and also, I mean, kicking in Denver is like a whole different uh, cheating. 60, six, sixty-six, sixty-six yards. This is long this year, right? Yeah, sixty-six. Yeah, he's a psychopath, and he's ninety-two percent. So you know, he's yeah. kind of the guy you want kicking the football. That's a little concerning. I'll give you that. That's a little concerning. Um, I don't love. I don't love him. Like that's a huge benefit to them. So, all right, so hold on. Let me finish their schedule because this is this this we were, is interesting. We were talking end. about Nick Folk possibly being the fucking Patriots MVP a couple weeks ago when we very first started the podcast before the fucking before the winning streak started. We were like, Nick Folk. <laughs> if Nick Folk hit that kick against uh, against the Bucks, it wouldn't be crazy to be like Nick Folk team MVP. Well, and if if Nick Folk kicks that field goal, which again I don't blame him. I mean, that's a tough kick to make that deep and and also like kick, everything. We can argue that another time. Yes, we can argue that at another time. But but he makes that, and then now we're on a seven game win streak. You know what I mean? Like it's potentially. So, anyways, different 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 story for a different day. So they play the Packers. So they play steel away at the Steelers, away at the Browns. Two divisional games. Either team, I, I they could beat either team. Easily, but divisional games are different. They ben play Robinson the Packers. A corpse. He's a oh, he's dead. He's dead. He should have retired. Then they play the Bengals away, which the Bengals at this point are fighting for that AFC North. That's a tough game, and they hung forty-one on them the first time. Then they play the Rams, which the Rams haven't looked good. But 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 this is the second. This is this is week. This is week sixteen. So talent. Oh, no, sorry, week 17, because we have 18 weeks now. Week 17, which means the Rams will probably need a W because they're probably not going to win their division. Um, that's a big – that's a dogfight of a game right there. And then they play the Steelers to end the season off at home, which is probably a rest, a rest them game unless it's absolutely needed. Yeah. So they don't have an easy schedule, in my personal opinion. It's a lot of divisional oh. left. And the NFC North is two NFC t- even the Even the shitty team – well, I mean – not not all divisions, but like especially the AFC North, they're really kind of known for like the fucking tough guy football, the big hits and fucking run it down your throat. Like that's kind of their kind of their mo a little bit. It's not a fucking. It's not easy. I think that so they, well, yeah, everybody's at five hundred or above in that division, right? And the same can be said about the AFC West. But I agree with you. I would rather not go and play. Cincy or even Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh can turn it around and they make the playoffs, I would rather not play Pittsburgh in the playoffs than the Raiders. Team from the AFC West that's not Kansas City over almost any team from the AFC North. Yeah, like a hundred. You're not going to do what you did against the Browns again. I mean, I don't. You're not going to do what you did against the the Browns either. So that's also another like little rule type thing that if we do somehow play the Bengals, they do kind of have that uh, organizational stink type thing. Like never won shit, never will win shit. They do. Well, kinda, they, they, I mean, they just have it. They just, they, it's just there. I can't I think I can't, it can't be quantified. The fucking stat nerds will probably be pissed at me for just being like that team just sucks. 
even if they're in the playoffs, that team just sucks and they're not going to win. I don't know how else to explain it to you. So I think the thing with them that they're doing now, and like they got like Eli Apple and stuff like that. Like, yeah, granted, he's not like in his prime prime, but like he's still a good player. They're starting to bring in talent now that Joe Burrow is legit as he is. They got Jamar Chase, still have Tyler Boyd. Like they have a good team. Now they need to go get a couple of those pieces. Like, hey, we need to go get a good tackle. Like, you know, you need to start bringing some of those pieces in. I think that they're going to start. Do I think that they're going to start being able to do that, which will get them out of the stink because Cincinnati is not like a destination place. Like everybody wants to go to LA because they want to live in LA. Like they want to live in that area. You know what I mean? Like that's like a, a thing to go do or San Francisco. It's like, it's got this heritage to it. And it's like this sick thing. You know what I mean? Like it's sexy to be on the West coast. Or it's sexy to be in Miami, but you know you're not doing nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You're not you're not going anywhere. By the, but by the way, that ringer was the one hour timer that I set, and I didn't start it until about ten or fifteen minutes into the podcast after we did the Thanksgiving bullshit. So this is gonna be <laughs> this is a little, this is a long one, boys and girls. This is a long form. Yeah. Um, one listen to it at one point two x. You won't be ashamed. <laughs> we I, I, we started this as like we're gonna keep this a nice little tight nice little tight 30 minutes every week and it's just gotten longer and longer every week see i think that i think that the content right and like everybody that's listening out there we, again you probably know us i don't think we have too many uh overseas fans at this point <laughs> yeah at this point but if you if you like it this long and going us doing what we're doing just kind of off the cuff just kind of rolling with things in the nfl like that's you know we could do this for days right so i mean we're you know shoot us a text let us know give us a call like Drop us a like, drop us a like, hit us a subscribe on, on the podcast. Absolutely. Like, Joey do it up. fucking plugs at the end of the show. Let's go. <laughs> like a fucking 20 year pro. Like I'm here for. All right. Yeah. So like I said, that just fucking that ringer while you were, while you were mid, uh, mid rant means uh, we're well over an hour. We might be at an hour. Thir- I honestly don't know. Because like, <laughs> again, amateur hour didn't start it until I was like, halfway done my thanksgiving story so i don't know i don't know how long that took so we're 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 at the end is what i'm saying <laughs> we're at the, we're at, we at the brick wall we're at the end and um can't fucking wait for monday night i mean i never thought i would wish away a sunday because there's <sighs> they're feeding and there's only so many football sundays but that monday night game against the Bills. The monday night game was huge fucking whopper i think everybody's already talking everybody already wants it all right well uh we're gonna end it here do what joe said like subscribe share it too sharing it really helps grassroots share it it. don't be afraid tell your buddies at work all right later